GNA Welcome to the second episode of the GNA Mess Adventure League Trouble in Keelan. We join our adventurers just after a storm destroyed their ship in a massive flash of green lightning. Let's join in and find out a little more about the world they are living in as they wake up from a bad night. So my chainmail is definitely armor. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. I don't know why it's like, why it's up there. I don't know how to remove it. Ooh. Tell me you never slapped anybody with a, with a shirt of chainmail? I don't want to do that. Apparently. I mean, I guess you could use it as a weapon. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it'd be effective. It's heavy, so, you know. Uh, yeah, wrap it around a stick, you got a mace. Um, right. Yeah, yeah no, we'll, with a stick, you have a weird <laughs> flail. When when we started attacking, and, like, we were rolling 17s and 16s, and you are like, oh, no, it didn't hit. I was like, Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, there there's always reasons for everything that happens, <laughs> including mead. That's what I was asking. I was like, did we just hear screeches or was it like a cacophony? Come on, buddy, I know you gotta get Oh yeah, there was there was a lot of them. There were yeah. so many of them. Yeah, your party foul screwed us now. Now we don't have mead on our desert island trip. I mean, does a barrel of mead float? I have no idea. Well not when you dump out the mead. <laughs> no, well it will float when you dump out the mead. So now we're gonna wake uh, up on a beach. Be like, gee, I'm thirsty, and we're gonna smell the sweet smell of mead in an empty <laughs> barrel. I'll just, I'll reek of mead. They'll be like, I don't know. So, who's Gilligan, and uh, who's who's Marianne? Because uh, reasons. Not it. <laughs> Not it. Nose goes. Look at me. I am the captain now. All right. We'll wait for uh, Zyber to get back. Oh, uh, brew check, just in case anyone's wondering. Uh, <laughs> Hazy Beer Hug from Goose Island. Hello. You all slowly come to, and you smell, like, as you're, as you're, like, as you're slowly opening your eyes, you can feel the pain of just, like, being battered around. You still taste that taste of salt water in your mouth. But you smell the smell of smells like honey and lavender. Something is smelling. Slowly open up your eyes. Uh, you're, you know, you you look and you realize that you're you're all in in small straw beds. And looking around there, you see a a small elf woman going from bed to bed and tending to you know tending to each one and and work you know working with wounds. Uh, each one of you is currently, you don't have your armor on. Your armor's been removed. So you're laying in bed, and you have bandages around different wounded parts of you. Um, except for Flair. Flair just seems to have, like, just keeps ripping his bandages off. He doesn't really know why. Just just keeps pulling his ah. bandages off them. Is An it bright in there? It is daylight. 
and it is uh, it is a fairly large um, room. And as you open your eyes and you start looking around, you realize that you the best thing that you can describe is it looks like a medical ward. Uh, thatched roof above your head, beds lined up. Um, you can you can now now you're smelling past the smell of honey and lavender, and you can smell things that are not quite acrid, but they definitely smell medicinal. Um, can I hear anything? Um, mostly, I'm like I'm tr- like trying to hear like the sound of gulls or something to see if we're still close to water. Um, so go ahead and roll me a perception check. Actually, you know what? Don't even bother. Uh, no, you can't. You can't hear water. It doesn't sound like there's anything close to you, water-like. Um, maybe you could hear like somebody drawing water from a well outside. That's about it. What does okay. the woman look like? Does she look like authority figure, or kind of nope. just like doing her rounds? Um, she's she's dressed in mostly white and cream clothing. Uh, you see, it, she she's um, small, slender. Uh, is carrying a, a basket with looks like bandages and different herbs in it. Uh, she she doesn't. I mean, authority wise, she just looks like she's a nurse tending to, to tending to wounds. Uh, you are definitely not the only people in this ward, by the way. Do are we, do we have any kind of restraints on or anything like that? Nope, you have no restraints on. Um, they've just any kind of authority figures noticeable in the room, law, anything like that, guards. Um, you can't see any guards inside of the room. Am I clothed? Yeah, you do have clothes on. You just don't okay. have your armor on. Okay, I, I'm um, gonna sit up and. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say the same thing. Don't Sit miss. Up. How how did me and my compatriots get here? We were on a ship. Um, as soon as you actually speak, she actually like t- twists around, startled, uh, eyes wide, and she goes, oh, "You woke it up!" And and you know, she you see her like oh, she just like turns around and, and runs out of the door, and you hear as she's running out, she's like, "They've woken! They've woken!" Um, um and get you, up and both, follow her. Y'all kind of look around for a second, like, "What the f?" Um, I, I, I want to slide out of bed and hide. You're going to hide under the bed? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Roll me stealth. Um. While he's rolling, I want to look around the room and see if I notice, uh, like, I guess that I notice all of these guys, but do I notice that the other people that are in the room are from the ship or if they're just random strangers? Um, so I'm going to address everybody really quickly. So, Magnate, you get up and you start start heading towards the door. Um, as you get up, you like you feel that that bruised pain in the ribs. Like, ooh, man, I I was in a fight last night. And you kind of like get up, kind of do the stretch, and you start walking towards that door. Uh, Grave, as you're looking around, the you see, of course, your compatriots that are with you, but you don't see anybody that looks like they were a deckhand or the captain or anybody who else was on the boat. Uh, Zyber, you think you're hiding? Okay. D, Flair, are you doing anything? Looking around, um, just kind of get my wits about me, because, you know, I just woke up, and last thing I knew, we were dying in a shipwreck, so, you know, potentially. So I'm just going to be kind of, you know, shaking the cobwebs out and trying to get a handle of what's going huh. on. So just as you as you said, multiple of you are looking around. So as, you, as you're as you just kind of taking in around the room, 
you can see there's roughly 10 beds in the room lined up, you know, just in a very orderly fashion. Um, every bed was full. So, like, there's you and then there were five other people there. The five other people there look very, very, like, not in good shape. Um, just taking a quick gander at some of them, uh, you can see some of them have burns on their on their face. and they're, they're bandaged up, like, bandaged up, like they are almost head-to-toe mummies at this point in time. Like the um, cartoons, when, when you see it, they're all like, ooh. <laughs> Do any of them look like bandaged up lizard folk? <laughs> negative. Negative. Um, all right. They do look like, uh, as I say, just judging around the room, There, you can definitely see that there's a dwarf, um, some humans, possibly an elf, but they may also be a human. They're really wrapped up. All right. Um, like I said, um, in our previous boat travels, I probably had the most affinity to uh, gravitate toward Leon. So I'm going to um, approach Leon and say, "Hey, you were the first one up there. What? What did you? Did you see where they come came from? What, do you know what happened?" Uh, after that huge rocking wave, uh, I went up, and they were just there. Uh, I think I mentioned that I thought the storm was magical when uh, one of them got close to me, its eyes kind of glowed the same green so I think whatever created that storm probably sent those lizards to finish the job, I guess. Did you notice that they they moved sort of erratically? Like, I've I've never seen a living being move like that before. It was strange. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't they didn't hurt us more, honestly. Uh, I did notice them moving really fast. I, I was trying to see if they were actually living or not, but I couldn't really tell. Uh, but maybe they were they were magical in some way. Um, with that, I'll... Uh thank him for what he said and uh, kind of look around the room see if uh, any of my belongings are anywhere that I can find. So, um, you actually see there's there's a, a chest over in the corner. There's actually multiple chests. Uh, but as you start to walk over towards the chests, and Zyber, um, you just you do exactly what you're trying to do. But everybody sees you. So you see okay. Zyra scurrying underneath beds. Yeah, as I walk by, as I walk by, I'll do finger guns. Um, <laughs> so, as you guys start to head over, again, this uh, the room. There's ten beds in here. There's open windows leading to outside, and um, as you're heading over towards you know, towards the chest, the door opens up that the nurse just went out, and you see a um a fairly well dressed elf come in and he uh, he looks he says fantastic you're awake and he he, he rushes for he's like you know he's like uh, I'm, I'm the local i'm the local doctor here uh you were found on the coast uh, next to uh, it looks like you had been just washed up on shore there was all sorts of debris um and he looks around and he goes there were five of you though where's is that is everybody here did, did somebody leave already did we all see uh, 
Val go under the bed? Yes. Yes, you all saw that. You all saw exactly I, where she went. I like, um, like, in front of myself, I just kind of, like, point behind me, like, so that right. uh, so that Val can't see, and I'm just like... And oh, I'm I under your lean, bed. I, I lean forward and whisper to the doctor, I say, he's, he's just a little shy. She... She. Or she's just a little shy. And uh, I, I would like to imagine the doctors like saw the finger guns that I was pointing as he walked in. He did kind of. He kind of saw that. It was just like, a, but he was more shocked that you were all awake. <laughs> um, so he, he just looks and he, he kind of looks under the bed and he goes, he goes, understood. He's like, well, please let me, let me first say, we mean you no harm. We, we found you on shore, and you were all. Very close to death, where I'm actually surprised any of you woke up at all. You've been here for three days. Um, I want to sh- jump out of the uh, out from under the bed and yell, three days? And he said, <laughs> and he looks to and says, yes, little one, three days. Uh, the, we, we, we thought the storm, uh, when the storm finally died down, we went to see if if any of the ships that were supposed to arrive made it. And unfortunately, none did, but we found you. I've gone three days without praying to my lady. And he looks at you and he says, well, please, all of your belongings are over in these chests. And he walks over and he opens them up and says, you're, you're, not, hel- you're, you're not prisoners here. There's no way, shape, or form. You, you really all should sit back down, though. You're, you, you've been through quite an ordeal. Um, can you tell I'll, me what uh, happened? I ask him, and, and where is here? He said, uh, he says, well, you're in Wave Rock in Keeland. Keeland. Do we know where that is? So you don't know where Wave Rock is. You do, however, know where Keeland is. Keeland is on the west or on the east. Sorry. I think I messed it up. You guys were going, uh, you guys were on the west side going towards the east side. And I reversed that. You actually were on the, I actually reversed that when I said that at the beginning. Sorry. You were on the east side going to the west side. Um, so sorry about that mix up. I, We'll just call it dyslexia. Sure. Um, you guys know where Keeland is. Keeland is actually on the west side of the Azure Shore of the Azure Sea. Uh, one of the towns you, you probably were. This was probably one of the towns that you were going to hit. You just never made it there. Um, I uh, I was basically ignoring everything that the doctor said until he, I heard him say, "These are your belongings over here," and I just immediately walk over there and just start getting my stuff. Same. Um, outside of the game, uh, where were we headed before the storm? So one of the things that you never actually asked was where you were going. You were just looking for adventure. Okay. So when you got on the ship, you'd gone up and down the west. Born to be wild. You got up and down the east coast of the Azure Sea with this crew. And on this specific one, you decided, oh, well, let's go. And he said, hey. We're going, we're going to sail across the Azure Sea and, you know, great money and, and booty to be had, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. And you're just, you're just all like, okay. yeah, let's I'll, do this. I'm, I'm I'll on just board. Uh, relate to the doctor. You know, we, we were on sea, you know, just a uh, crew of the ship and we've been stuck in a storm for the last three days. Lizard men came and attacked and giant wave. That's the last you remember any uh, the the doctor you know is he 
No, he sits, you, see, you see him kind of contemplating there for a second. He goes, Lizard. Said there's been random attacks, but this is the first of Lizardmen. I mean, he asks, he says, was there anything distinct, anything strange about these lizard folk? Um, can I ask him, like, about these other random attacks, is there any rumors about what what's causing them, or is there any, uh, are there any uh, people around who might have some more information? Um, he, you know, he looks and he says, well, there's there's been rumors, and he, and he looks around the wards, and he says, and he says, you can you can plainly see there's we've had horrible horrible attacks uh he, he looks around and he, he, you see him kind of like dart his eyes kind of left and right just like he's looking to see if anybody's listening type of like look when you see him lean forward he says we've had we've had problem with, problems with wizards he says and they, they we're not supposed to talk about it but we had We've had huge problems. We keep getting more in every single day. We can barely keep up with the with the influx of, of wounded that come in. Uh, can I ask him where the wizards might be um, based out of? Uh, he looks at you and he says, I, I mean, rumors are from all over. Um, so then I might... Uh, interject here so flair will like step up step up to the doctor and and basically be talk to him be like well maybe this will help there was like a scream all of them united at once something like that does that help narrow down anything and the the doctor kind of kind of like gives a nod and he says it again and he just says "I, i i i i don't travel far from this town simply because we have so much there there's enough business for me here, and I say that callously. Unfortunately, gallows humor is the only thing I have nowadays. So but there has been there's been plenty of rumors I've I've heard people talk about just attacks in unison and coming from all sides. Uh I mean it, it doesn't sound far fetched. And he looks at you and he says, I, I really think that you should talk to Pacus. Pakish should would would definitely be able to tell you more than I can. I, but look, I'm I'm just glad that you're all alive. Please just take some time to rest. Don't don't strain yourself. Um, there, there's there's a small inn in town. We you could stay here. There there's plenty of beds there as well. Um, you know we're. I'll, I'll speak to the innkeeper. He can definitely he can definitely put you up for a few nights until you guys get back on your feet and figure out what has to happen. I cast um I cast Goodberry and um give the doctor all ten berries. Um and say thank you so much for your for your kindness. Uh clearly these beds are needed for for the more seriously wounded. Please use these to, to help in any way that they can. Um, the doctor you know, looks down at them and he just he says, thank you so much. And he, he hands them to the, uh, to the nurse and he says, uh, you know, he says, look, it's like, we're, we're a small town here, but there's, 
when you're up and ready, there's an, there's the there's the capital um, the capital uh, say capital suburbs. There's the uh, my brain is not working this day. Town Square, something like that. Yeah, like the like the cat like not the not inside the castle, but outside the castle. What the hell is that thing called? Courtyard. Yeah, courtyard. No, no, that, that, that's inside. Castle no, grounds. That's, 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 that's the the keep. That, that's still castle inside. keep. No, what's the town outside the castle always called? Um, like a hamlet kind of thing. We'll call it the hamlet. Okay. He, just, he the doctor just looks at you and says, "Look, Pacus is at the capital. If you're if you're really if 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 you're interested to find out more of these rumors, please go talk to Pacus. Um, so you can ask around town." But we're we we literally are just a uh, I mean the best way to describe it is we're a hospital wing. Um, if anybody's got a spare bed, uh, I we use it. Uh, the inn is the only place that we keep clean and open for travelers that might come through. But we have even used the inn at, from time to time when we need those extra beds. Okay. Um, at this point, all right. At this point, with um. All the talking that's going on. Have I gotten all my gear oh, yeah. re-equipped? Uh, okay. Um, I will uh, kind of stand up from getting my gear, and I will walk over to the doctor and you know walk up to him and shake both of his uh, shake his hand and both of my hands and be like, "Thank you very much for your services, doctor. Um, I could u- really use a pint right now. Wh- where could I get a pint?" Um, the the doctor. Ironically, not used to seeing your kind around, um, just kind of like takes a second, just as you like shake with your, your taloned hands, and he just he's he's a little taken aback, and he says, "Um, well, it kind of is the one place for everything nowadays, but it's the only thing we have left in town." Uh, uh, the the innkeeper Esmeralda, she can probably get you at least something. It might not be the best, and I have no clue what exotic what exotic wares or flavors you've had, but uh, hopefully they'll have something that'll accommodate you. Well, it doesn't matter how exotic or well-tasted they are. I'm on a mission to taste them all, so uh, I will be on my way and going to get a pint. And um, I'll just walk past the doctor and out the door. Um, I'll, uh, as I'm walking out the door, I'll kind of turn my head and say, Leon, are you coming? I gather up all my stuff and I'm like, yep, I'm right behind you, bud. All right. I'm going to pull out a little pouch of herbs, walk up to the doctor. I, not even putting my incense out after praying. I'm just going to let that burn. Uh, hand on the pouch of handing, healing herbs and say, doctor, thank you. Um, the doctor looks down and says, well, thank you, small one. And he, you know, he uh, does a, a small, you know, Thank you, motion. Just not not knowing how to best communicate with you. It's just ah, uh, flare. Yep. So I'm gonna what? grab my things. And I'm gonna walk past the doctor on the way out and be like, "Yeah, I'm with them. I'll head out too." Thanks, Doc. And I like give him a light punch in the chest as a thank you. I just kind of takes a snap back and is like, um, "You're you're welcome, <laughs> Gene." Or Jane, rather. That's what that makes me think of. I'll collect my uh, my things and gracefully go and uh, thank the doctor and ask him what, what I owe him for the service or what we owe them for the services. Um, the doc- the doctor just says, you know, we're thankfully the capital's keeping us well fed with supplies. 
and we're on standing orders right now to help anybody who comes through town. So, um, you know, if, if you would like to, please go to the town square. There are or there's always jobs to be done. There's always people looking for help. You can help us by helping them. I'll continue on following these guys. All right. Um, um, so you're all heading over to the inn. Yeah, and I never asked for I never asked for directions either. So I'm just kind of like blissfully like meandering through the town trying to find um, this place that the doctor was he did say the inn's the yeah. only like other yeah but I wasn't uh, I wasn't paying attention I was putting on my gear <laughs> so uh, as you as you exit the the you know hospital we'll just label it as that um, you exit a, it's a fairly long building you exit out onto the streets and the streets of this town are all made of dirt. There are small huts that are kind of like spread around in small areas. You can see one. Uh, there's a, a small forge that looks like a blacksmith would be there, but currently there's no blacksmith, uh, at least not tending the forge. Scanning around as you walk, uh, you know, as you start to walk through town, you you there are very very few like obvious things like there's no town bazaar there's no town like center per se um but you can see where the hospital that you just came from was and there's all all sorts of different huts and what you can best describe as main street because there is one dirt road where it looks like it leads straight through the center of town with huts on either side uh you you can see that there's like um uh, an apothecary which just as you walk by looking through, you see more healing herbs than any other type of herbs. Uh, and further down the street, you find what you assume is going to be the inn because it says, uh, says horseshoe tavern. So you're assuming that horseshoe tavern has got to be the end that he's talking about. I see tavern. I go in okay. entering the tavern. You see, uh, I'm assuming everybody's following. Is anybody deviating yep. from I'm uh, following wings? Okay. So uh, as as you enter, you open the door, and it's almost a – the best way to describe it is a somber mo- uh, somber kind of uh, mood there. As you walk in, there's a couple of people sitting at a table, and both of them kind of dart a look over at you like, the hell is this? Like, who's that? Um, and you can definitely feel the eyes just staring at you. And Zyber, I'm assuming that you're walking in with your typical cloaked garb and everything. Yep. Veil down, everything. Yeah. So they're all really more focusing on Gravemind's character. And it's kind of like, like, you you can definitely feel every eye in the building looking at you. And there aren't that many eyes. All right. So as I walk in, anyone that's standing, I'll approach them and do my my same two-handed handshake to each of them. Just be like, hello. It's a pleasure to meet you. Hello, pleasure to meet you. And I'll kind of wave at the people who are sitting and say hi. And um, after I do all my introductions, I will walk to the bar. All right. Uh, so there's only there's only one other person. There are two people sitting at a table, and then there's one person standing at the bar. So as you kind of walk up, you know, close, you you know, you do your handshake, hi hi, and you're waving to the people to, at the sitting at the table. And I mean, you you're getting a very distinct hairy eyeball from everybody in the bar currently uh everybody else is just kind of looking in you immediately feel the i want to say it's tension but you definitely realize that there were there were people talking when you walked in 
And now everybody is dead silent, uh, including the bartender who is just kind of like just staring at you like like wide eyes, like a like a deer in the headlights. Like, OK. And I will approach the bartender and say, give me a pint of your best and a pint of your worst. Uh, he looks at you and goes, two pints. Got it. Uh, and he literally rolls back to there's this large barrel like behind the bar. Just got a tap right off of it. And uh, he pours this grayish, viscous fluid out of it uh, and pours two pints, like literally out of the same spigot and just puts them both down in front of you. And, and he looks I'll, at you and he goes, uh, he goes, you're not from around here, are you? No, no, I'm not. But I'm happy to be here. So, uh, yes, it's a wonderful company you keep in this ta- this uh, fine establishment. I couldn't the, be happier uh, to be here. Bartender, the barkeep looks at you and uh, just kind of like like staring at you, very like like super sus face. I come like, up uh, behind uh, Kraus and I put my hand on his shoulder. And look at the barkeep, and I'm like, uh, you must be Esmeralda. Uh, my friends and I have just come from the hospital, and uh, we're shipwrecked. Uh, please, uh, we would appreciate some hospitality. He looks um, at He, he looks a at very feminine face. name for a, a very masculine man, I must admit. <laughs> and he, and he, looks, he looks at you dead in the face, and oh, he goes... It was him. And he goes, you probably want my mother. <laughs> Can I ask who's calling for her? And you see, like, he's literally got the, the super sus face on right now. Like, he's totally looking at you. And he goes, by the way, that's uh, two silver pieces for the okay. pints. Um, I have some gold. Uh, let me see how much I have. Uh... Meanwhile, while he's looking for that, uh, what's the what are the rest of you doing? So, Flair, you're uh, you're walking and watching this exchange as these two put fir- put foot directly in mouth. Uh, so, I am going to because you said there's tables everywhere, right? And there's like some with open seats. There's uh, there's three tables in the building. Um, one of the tables has two people sitting at it, and the other two tables are just you know kind of randomly there with some some chairs around it, and there's some stools at the bar. All right, so I am going to go and sit at one of the tables, just like with some random people that are there. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to see, because I have no money, so I'm going to see if I can bet someone to buy me a drink if they can knock me out. <laughs> like, bet you a drink if you can knock me out. Um, so, okay. How, so, uh, how, how many silver did you say it was? Uh, two silver. Okay, I start out with ten gold, so I have nine gold and eight silver. Okay, so uh, you throw a gold coin on the table, and the bartender picks it up and kind of like bites it to make sure it's you know real type of thing, and then throws you throws you some silver back, and he just looks at you and goes, just kind of like like looking you up and down, like I just saw you fishing around with coins and you handed me a gold coin, so like gave that. Who am I dealing with type of look here? Like, mm. um, as he's looking at me, um, I'm smiling at him, but it is very hard to like interpret a smile from a beak. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so it more looks like your Shrek. I get it. Yeah. Uh, so, Flair, you sit down with the, the two pe- two guys that are there, and uh, you look at them, and you're like, yeah, bet you a drink. You can't knock me out in one punch. And they just the, the, one of the, one of the guys looks at you and goes, like like no cross. Totally are you sitting to- at the bar? Yeah, I am now. All right, I'm gonna so crawl up onto a stool. So he looks crawling. over at you, and one of the guys goes, "All right, I'll take that bet." Um, and as he like, as he's kind of like sitting there hunched over, he, he stands up, and you can like just tell just from the look of this guy that he's a farmer. Like he's he's got yeah you know, he's covered in dirt. You can definitely get a distinct aroma of like goat or cow on him. Like you can you can definitely tell that this guy is a farmer. Um, and he looks over at you. And he goes uh, and, he, and he looks at his friend as to just kind of like say you know kind of like give the nod of anything bad's happened. You know you know what to do type of thing. And he looks at you and he says, "So one hit. If you stay up, I got to buy you a drink." Yep. That's the deal. Okay, you're not hitting me back. Nope, I just need the drink. And he looks at you and goes, all right. Um, and I'll, I guess I'll let you see the roll. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> he, he punches. <laughs> he, 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 uh, he barely, like, he barely grazes your chin. Like, just pop. You just... Actually, you know what? So, yeah, so your AC would be 10 because you're letting him hit you. So he, like, literally goes to just punch and just, it, like, barely grazes your chin. And you just, like, look at him like, for real? Yeah, so I'd, like, laugh at him like, ha ha, you even try? Owe me a beer! (laughs) And he, he, he looks at you and he's just like, we'll just call I lost my balance, but all right, I'll owe you a drink. (laughs) All right, dude, free beer. He motions over. He motions over to the barkeep. The barkeep, you know, grabs a drink, throws it on the table, and uh, he, again, the barkeep looks over at uh, at across and says, uh, "Just hang on a minute. Let me get Esmeralda." And you see him. Uh, you see him walk towards the back. You know, walk towards the uh, side of the can go through one of the doors. A few moments later, you see a uh, an older woman. I don't want to say elderly because she doesn't uh, doesn't look elderly. Jesus Christ, like, sure. are you eating pizza now, too? <laughs> you just shoveled a bowl of food in your face, and now you're eating pizza? Yeah, I'm a fat bastard. <laughs> um, you would say she's silvering, probably? Um, so, for a human, she definitely looks like she's older. She's got some, she's got some gray wisps in her hair, but, uh, but you know, mo- most of her hair is still black. But she just has some like gray wisps around like the temples and whatnot. And uh, she walks behind the barkeep or walks behind the bar. The barkeep actually, you see him walk outside with a, a satchel of, of things. Uh, and she walks up and she looks at you and says, Sai, I'm Esmeralda. Um, as she says that, I'll say, I'll uh, do my, my, uh, it's going to be my thing as my, my double handed handshake to her. Say, it's a pleasure to meet you. Um, your uh, bartender there is a lovely chap. It was a pleasure to meet him. It gave me some of the best uh, of uh, um, indulgences that I've had in this area, which I can't say is a lot. 
But, um, yes, uh, me and my compatriots here have just, um, happened into this area and would like to know, have you heard of any, uh, shipwrecks recently? Um, it's sort of a pressing issue for us. And, uh, just, um, anything you might know could help. Uh, also, I'd like to just con congratulate you on your great establishment here. I am truly a fan. Uh, she kind of leans forward a little, <laughs> leans forward a little bit with a grit on her face, and she, she just says, I can see you're trying to sweet talk me. So, I'll give you that. You've got kind words. And she kind of looks around and just the, the gray dinginess of the place just seems to kind of like creep under your skin just that little extra bit. She says, it's hard times here. As for her stomach like growls extra loud as she's talking. Um, she lo uh, she looks to you and says, as for a shipwreck, other than we heard five people got washed up on shore, I'm not sure, uh, not sure shipwrecks would be there. We haven't Madam, had a ship that come was in. us. Oh, well, glad to see that you uh, look better than when you got here then. Your medic um, has said you might be able to help us. And what type of help are you looking for? Possible lodging? Food? Oh, well. And information. Say the the doc did say that you that we might be getting some guests in tonight. So yes, we can definitely put you up for a couple nights. But just want to let you know, so beds are a commodity around here. So we can throw you up for a couple nights till you get back on your feet. But I'm just going to ask you at night to just give a little help around here because we do end up getting a getting a little bit later of a rush. When I say a rush, it's not that much, but I could definitely use a little help cleaning up around here. Don't worry, I'll I'll work for my uh, my stay. And as for me, I don't mind sharing a bed with anyone. So uh, if any one of my compatriots felt like they could share a bed with me, then that would be great. You have a small um, cabinet. That's for me. I'll walk over at that point and I'll go to Valtra. I'm like, you could sleep in the cabinet. I'll sleep with him. Esmeralda just kind of looks at you and kind of takes a step back and goes, well, I'll, I'll give you the award of the weirdest bunch I've had in a while. Um, and I'll, I'll do my uh, double handshake again. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, if I could ask you if, if it wouldn't be too rude, uh, I just heard my little backpack here. Is the, st the stomach is a uh, rumbly. Uh, is there food that we could uh, order? I wouldn't mind paying. I, she, I she, do have a little bit of coin. She waves her hand. She says, the duck sent you over. Don't worry. We'll take care of you. We'll get do you, you some food. Do you have any food. raw lamb? May not have any raw lamb. However, we've got some goat's milk, if that'll work. Mm. Uh, so Esmeralda, Esmeralda goes back into uh, <laughs> back into the back room um, and you know, whips up a, a few plates. Of just, uh, I, I guess the, tip, the the best way to describe it would be like a, a plowman's lunch, um, if you ever had one of those, which is just like a, some plates of, of cheeses and some different breads and, and uh, sort of a charcuterie. Yeah, I guess that would be a, a, a more modern way of describing it, but I've always described it as a, as a plowman's lunch. And there's some different, uh, like, I say sauces, you know, some, uh, some 
kind of just like like it would be best be described as like uh, condiments, like pickled beets, and and whatnot. But she brings out a, a small plate for each one of you. Yeah, you you know that stuff that was in the bilge. It's just that with flour. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's it smells exactly the same. To be ironic, salty and sour. Mm-hmm. Um, and while the food's coming out for you, the two gentlemen that were there have since gotten up and left. And you see the barkeep has come back with uh, an empty satchel, um, but a bucket of water as well. All right. Um, I am going to take both my drinks and go settle into a corner after thanking her heartily. Um, Settle into a corner and pull out my bagpipes and just practice a little bit. Okay. I'm going to ask her if she knows where Pacus she goes, oh, Pacus. Yes, so, and she uh, she describes to you the, you know, leaving town and how to get there. And, you know, explains to you the, the path to go farther inland. You know, just she says that she, that Pacus is typically can be found at the capital. And that, uh, you know, gives you, gives you a little information about, you know, that there's been, a lot of random attacks on villages in the area, and that Pacus is mobilizing a um, a squad to just just to go around and defend against said uh, said attacks. Uh, about what time is it? Um, so it's midday, right? I'm going to ask her if there's a nice, quiet place I could go pray. Uh, she looks and says, "I, I little one," and she points over to. Uh, you know, she points to one of the doors, and you see a rifle underneath the uh, underneath the bar for a second, and hands you a key. And she says, "You can, you know, that 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 will be your room for the night." All right, I I put one silver on the counter and say thank you for your generosity. And she she smiles and nods and says, "I nice thanks." And she uh, just takes the silver and throws it into a tankard that's sitting there on the bar. Anybody else want to do anything in the inn? Oh, go ahead. Um. I'm going to walk over and ask if there's any place to buy spell components. She looks at you kind of odd and she says, um, actually, she actually, she, she kind of like raises an eyebrow and, uh, kind of takes back and she leans in a little bit and she says, I, I, I know that you, you may be new around here, but, um, we don't take kindly to magic users in these parts. So you may want to keep that voice down. Okay. Can you give me a little bit more information, since I'm from far away? Can you give me more information about these attacks and what's been going on? Uh, she, she says, I can tell you what I know. Um, thankfully, they haven't been attacking us here. But rumors are that there are droves of, of every animal that you can think of, and and usually, usually followed in by somebody casting strange, evil magics. Uh, burning whole villages to the ground. Um, you can actually see if you've been in our medical, if you've been in the medical ward, you can see some of the fallout from that. So, uh, we were attacked on our ship by lizard men. She says, I, I, I can't imagine that lizard men would be any different from this. People talk about losing their minds and uh, being overrun by, by both man and beast. So, I mean, anything could, anything could be it, but. The only thing that we know is uh, the only thing that uh, I can I can say for certain is that magic's behind it all. 
Mm. Also, all your conversations have been backed by uh, me practicing my bagpipes. So just imagine bagpipe music in the background. Um, <laughs> I wonder what type of check would be for a bagpipe check. Performance. Yeah, go ahead. Go roll performance. Me performance. Go ahead, roll me a performance check. There you go. All right, so it's a it's a moderately okay performance. It's uh, it's not the best bagpipes you've ever heard in your life, but it's certainly not the worst. Um, has I've still been keeping a modicum of uh, observance about what's going around on around me. Has Flair gone to bed yet? Uh, Flair, what are you doing? I have not, because I would have still been drinking. So he's at the. He- He's at the bar drinking his uh, drinking his pint of gray fluid, which, by the way, just in case anybody was curious on how it tastes, have you ever taken Sour Patch Kids and grinded them up with cinnamon, um, those cinnamon fireballs? Yeah. No. Actually, I have done that because I like the wow. cinnamon. Same here. Why have so many people done that? <laughs> no, it, yeah, tastes, I have done that. <laughs> it tastes exactly like that. It has a it has a cinnamon fiery kick to it, and then it almost as it washes over the finish feels like somebody's taking the back of your tongue and just squeezing it together really hard. Well, um, I'll I'll go ahead and uh, go and buy another round for myself, and I will go ahead and buy another round for everyone else that's left in the bar. Okay, well, it's actually just uh, just your group currently. Okay, so that's uh, one gold. Um, and I'm pretty much in a closet right now praying. So it's actually uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be full four silver because there's four of you there. Okay, so I am down to nine gold and Magnet. You're the you're the other uh, druid slash uh, cleric, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna ask because I've got an idea. Uh, nice. I'm gonna ask Esmeralda. Um, about, uh, or maybe if I saw this coming in, uh, about how far away is the shore where we washed up? She thinks and she goes, it's not that far. It's probably, probably an hour or so. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna turn to the rest and be like, I, I think we should go look at the shipwreck, see if there's anything left, any other uh, anything we might have missed, anything that could give us a clue for what what we're looking for. I bet I think it might be getting dark soon, and it might be good to uh, just put that to tomorrow, and uh, get our rest midday. tonight. Yes, but there's still more drinking to have. You you know, get the pints in you, and then we can worry about that tomorrow. Each of you, minus Zyber, has had uh, at least one drink. Flair, you've had two, and you've... uh, Oh, you haven't had any? No, no, I only asked for information. I didn't actually drink anything. uh, Gravemind bought a drink for everybody in the bar. Oh, my bad. Yes, yeah, I did. I'm sorry. Would you have drank in it? But I haven't drank in it because, well, it would... Defend my sensible elf <laughs> Then I took it from him and drank it on his yeah. behalf. So I both, both of him. you have plowed down uh, three drinks currently, and I'm just going to point out that these are not low ABV drinks. Um, so 
you, the two of you in an hour have basically drank about a quarter bottle of a quarter to a half a bottle of booze apiece. Feeling good, that's, dude. Yeah, that's not great. Uh, would you say that constitutes as a short or long rest for an hour? Three, well, hours? three hours. Oh, yeah. You no, said I, no, three you've, hours. Been here, you've been in here about an hour. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And you've had three drinks in about an hour. Oh, I've, I think I've only had one drink, but <sighs> yeah, you, you've only had one drink. So you're just like, my God, did I, did I just drink like elf piss? What the hell was that? I'm on my third and I'm loving it. So <laughs> also keep in mind that he's a, he's a giant bird standing in the room that everybody's looking at like, yeah. who the hell is this? A giant, a giant barn owl in monk's robes playing bagpipes, drinking beer. That. I mean, oh. like they say, once you get past the first one, all the rest are easy. <laughs> they say the same thing about Cheetos. Um, Leon, so- I've, I've got an idea. Uh, take a little walk with me. Who are you talking to? Is it Leon. Leon. Magnet, sorry. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to use character names. I'm trying to get it. If I start using them, I might actually remember something. <laughs> yep. Oh, sure, Thran. Let's, uh, let's go for a walk. I'm going to, as we start walking out the door, I'm going to whisper him that they don't mention anything about magic using because it's dangerous in this part. They're really not taking kindly to it. I say, but let's go in the woods and find out what's going on if we can get some information from some of the animals. Ooh. I've got to speak with animals since we are druids and we can communicate with animals as long as you took this, you know, that we might be able to get some information from the, you know, forest creatures too. Yeah, I'm plumb out of uh, spell slots <laughs> until we have a rest. Uh, so. your, your spell but, slots would have come back by now because of your oh, okay, three day okay. rest. So you can, you can oh, assume yeah, that your HP and spell slots have come back. That and I still okay. have uh, plenty because I only used a cantrip. So, um, okay, then yeah, let's go. But I need I, I need kind of a, a buddy to make sure we're going to make sure there's nobody looking, and <laughs> I need to look out. I do specifically notice that Leon walks out. Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's not the only person who doesn't know is Zyber, who's in another room right now. Well, I'm just saying because like I've taken a liking to Leon as uh, uh, I, I, fellow monastery dwellers. We've kind of you know collaborated. <laughs> I, I look back at uh at Kraus as I'm leaving and I give him a thumbs up and then like point to where uh Val is in the closet and to player and well, I just like point to my eyes. Well well and Val's actually in a bedroom, not in a closet. Oh. Okay. Well I point to where Val went and point to Flair and point to my eyes and Give him a thumbs up again. Val, are you doing anything? Um, I am in there basically down to my super shiny golden scales praying with incense and candles going. Okay. And uh, Flare, you are sitting there with Mug O. <laughs> I don't even know yeah, what's oh yeah. I'm, I'm like well <laughs> onto the rug. third beer by this point. So when, when he gives me the, the sign, I'm just, I just raised the mug. I look at the door like I kind of sort of understand, but, you know, it's like 50-50. <laughs> Drug. Okay, right. um, so you guys are heading out to the woods, so we're just going to say yep. that Grave and Grave and Otak are hanging out, drinking beer. Yep. Hang on, two shakes. The Corgi, he might have information. Gorgs. A mighty, <laughs> a mighty Freya. A mighty Freya. Aw. 
Yeah. All right. Um, so you're heading out. Um, so you work, you make your way outside and, uh, again, you're just, you're looking down main street and you can see that the road exiting town is just from one end. And there's like a a small hill that looks like it separates, you know, kind of like the main, the, the main, um, square. What would be this? What would be the square of the main street? The main town of, uh, you know, of where you are. And like, there's like a river and then there's like a small hill that leads over to a river that you would be crossing then. All right. So, um, you're heading out of town then? Yeah. All right. Just out in the forest, just not far from town, but at least out in the forest where we can't be seen. And where there's bound to be some forest creatures. Just in some woods, you know, just have to be forced. Yeah, so exiting town, um, around you there's a lot of plains. Uh, there's uh. A, a lot of different farmlands and fields. You see some small patches of woods, but they're not like really huge. Um, hang on, let's see what you find. Let's see if you find anything there. And are you using anything magical currently, or are you just kind of like walking and skulking? No. No, like if I made it into the forest so nobody can see me, I would cast uh, Speak with Animals, which is just gestures and verbal. There's no spell components. Uh, but I'm not going to do that out in the open because of the warning about the whole, you know. So I guess my question got. is, um, you're you're casting it before you find animals? No, no. That's why I want to go into the forest. And as long what? as there's cover, you know, being a druid, if I see some animals, I'll cast it then. But I'm not casting anything right this moment, no. Okay, so you're not you're not doing you're not casting anything to aid the animals to come near you. You're just no. walking in there looking for animals. Wow. Not doing anything until I get into a forest because I'm not going to do anything out in the open. Yeah, understood, understood. So yeah. you kind of gander around and look to make sure that there's nobody around you. Um, you cast you you cast your what's his face, and you can now comprehend animals. Uh, unfortunately, around you there only seem to be a couple of very small animals um squirrels a couple of rodents um you know well squirrels are rodents but i meant more like rodents like rabbits uh field mice things like that Um, they're not hugely populated in this area as i said directly outside of town there's a lot of farming fields uh some farming homesteads so really there's just a lot more field than there is trees and wooded area. Do I gather any information about danger from those small animals? Okay, so uh, what are you asking them? So, like, literally, the spell allows you to communicate yep. and comprehend what they're saying. So, you... I'm going to ask them if there's been any animals in the area that have gone crazy. Or, like, you know, like, you know, like rabbit or vicious. Unnaturally. Um, so, they, they literally just, like, they kind of look at you like... No, they're, I mean, they're, they're speaking kind of a broken, not broken English, but a broken sentence structure. They're not very yes, intelligent. It's very simple. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're just like, you know, no, you know, no, no bad animals, hunters, hunters prey, but no bad animals. Uh, it's almost like they're having trouble understanding what you mean by, okay. by possessed animals. Like they're, yeah. like they're, they're trying to, they're, they're doing their best to interpret you, but they're, yeah. They don't understand if um, there's if there's been any fires nearby. Uh, you know, I'll ask him. Uh, fire nearby. Uh, you you see, like both of them. There's a there's a squirrel and a rabbit. There, both of their eyes get super wide, and they're like, "Yes, yes, fire, fire." Where? Uh, and they they describe they they describe of of, uh, you know, 
in our direction, just pick it, I don't know, east, whatever, west, no, west. We'll say west because we're on Keeland. So they describe, you know, they're like, you know, they point to the direction. They're like, you know, there, there was, you know, we, we were we were chased out by fire. We would be a fire chase. You know, they just, just the, the interpretation that you get from them is that there was a large fire and they were. A forest fire basically chased yes, them out. And they were, they were the trying to get being. away. And I'm letting, uh, uh, in case he didn't cast it, I'm letting um, um, Leon know at the same time what they're saying, too. All right. So we yep. both get the information. Sounds good. Well, I'm going to uh, thank the forest creatures for their... Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, Is there anything so, else that you wanted uh, to ask? Uh, nothing else I wanted to ask, but I I think we should go to the beach and uh, r- rummage around in the shipwreck and see if we can't find anything there. Um, so you guys are going to be traveling for the next hour or so because you did get a direction of where that was from Esmeralda. Well, I'm going to thank the forest creatures. Um, Leon, shouldn't we wait till tomorrow morning? We can all rummage around there in 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 morning. Start with the early morning. Nah, no time like the present. <laughs> okay, all right. The, you'll need <laughs> if if they're going to be traveling um, to uh, swing back to the bar scene. Uh, yeah, so so we're just uh-huh. going to count them off. Is that they are they are currently traveling out, traveling around. So back at the bar, we've got Flair, uh, Cross, and um, Val. You guys are all still there. Val, are you still praying? It's been uh, I it's been I'm about praying. A- I'm trying to uh, contact my Lady of Fate. Okay, is there something like that you're? Like, are you just trying to commune with? There's our questions you're asking. Uh, like just that? commune, see if she can shed any light onto the weird creatures. Okay. All right. And, Cross, what are you doing? At this point, I have put up the bagpipes. Um, I see that Flair is sitting at a table drinking, and I buy him and myself a drink and go to sit down to talk. Do me a favor, the three of you there at the bar. Roll yep. me a roll me, just roll me a one d twenty. No modifiers, just one d twenty on it. Those are some good rolls. Probably when we don't <laughs> need them, <laughs> right? <laughs> cool. All right, so you're going over to Flair. He was standing at the bar drinking some more, and mm-hmm. had that. So Flair's sitting there with just another mug of beer, fitting, finishing through his uh, chartreuse board or whatever the hell we call him. Yeah, uh, I buy him and myself another drink, and the, um, the bar keeps back, and he just kind of like looks at you and just like you can see him oddly looking and going like, yeah, they can really put it away. <laughs> um, so now at this point in time, what I need both of you to do, because you are now on your fourth drink in two hours, very, <laughs> very high ABV alcohol. Um, I'd like you to both give me a constitution save, please. <laughs> That's seven is not Oh, great. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, Grave, you are currently going to be at disadvantage of any any ability check you try to do for the next, uh, next 30 minutes. That's fine. Um, all I was coming over to do was just to uh, start talking to Flair. I was going to gonna be like ah Freya um I haven't you know I've seen you around the ship and I haven't really gotten to talk too much and I was just kind of wondering uh what you were doing why why uh, what, what, what 
why you were on the ship and um, whether you were having a good time or not. And, and uh, your name, your name is is Freya, right? Frey, Frey, Freya, right? Leia, yeah, Leia is my name. Did he say uh, Leia? Like Freya? Oh, Freya. Sorry. Yep. So, because so, so, I'm kind of oh, intoxicated, so you know. T- tell me, tell, tell me your story. What, what are you doing here? And. uh and uh, I, I know it's I, I know it's not going great, you know, lizard men, shipwreck, weird town, you know. We've never been here, but you know, we got the drink, and we're, uh, I'm happy. I, I assume you're happy, but what uh, you know, what's going on in Freya's life? So Flair kind of he grabs onto Cross, and he's like, "Well, oh, you're you're an adventurer, right?" I'm an adventurer. Just look at me. You see all these? And he, like, flares, like, pointing to his scars. He's like, these here? It's trophies. Glory. That's what I'm here for. These. More of these. Ooh. Uh, I, I, I gotta say, I like those. Uh, they, they, uh, they, uh, they attribute to the name Freya. For sure. Uh, but... Uh, I could say that I've, uh, act- well, I don't like, well, I don't like hurting people, you know, if I have to, or I do what I can, but I have caused a few of, um, trophies, I guess, but, um, but yeah, I, I'm glad that you're getting what you want out of your journey. Uh, it's, it's, it's incredible. I, all, all I can say is it's just super nice. So as you guys are talking, you notice uh, you notice Val come out, um, come out of the the room, uh, fully clothed, veil across, but it's almost as if she's walking with kind of a, a perk in her step. Um, definitely, definitely more more of a, a chipper step or a chipper demeanor than she has the entire time that you guys have woken up. And I and as I say, as I see her walk up, I say. It's nice of you to join us. Here, have a drink, and I'll buy her drink. <laughs> I pass the drink to our uh, friend that's been already plowing them down. I apologize. I do not drink, my friend. I'm assuming you're passing it to Flair then, because yes. oh yeah, Flair. to me. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I snatch it, snatch it, and immediately start drinking it. That's like a parrot on top of a griffin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, we'll just say that you guys have been sitting there chatting and drinking for about 30 or so minutes. So we're going to go yep. over to uh, we're going to quickly bounce over to Leon. And uh, how do you see your character's name? D? Uh, I see it. Uh, Thranduil. Thranduil? Yeah, Thranduil. Thranduil. Okay. So uh, Leon and Thrandul are start heading their way down. Um, as you start hiking closer and closer, you, you're starting to get a very distinct, like salty air smell. Um, something that's you know, just you, you can you can start to smell the ocean a lot, a lot, a lot more. Like it's you could smell it at town, you, but now you're starting to get like that fish smell along with it as you start to get closer. Um, 
What I need both of you to do is roll me a perception check, please. Not bad. What I got? Jeez, yeah, okay. Well, actually, you both roll real well. Not, not bad at all. So one of the things that you notice on this, this road, which of course is a dirt road as it's traveling down, one thing that kind of struck you or is sticking out in your mind is odd, is you're noticing that there are no wagon wheel tracks. There are only footprints. What you think of being near a port or lifting people up. And how did they transport us from the shipwreck to the hospital? Interesting. Um, Other than that, it's a a fairly flat, straight, uh, or not flat, not straight, but uh, it's a fairly um, uneventful travel to get to make your way down to the uh, the shore. Um, as you get to shore, you like the first thing that you immediately notice is that it looks like there was or there should be buildings here. Um, you see foundations. You see what can only best be described as rubble. Um, it doesn't look like it's. It doesn't look like this just happened. It looks like it's been this way for quite some time. Uh, Sorry, I keep cutting out. So it's been like that for quite a while. You were saying, yeah. There's there's a there's a dock, or what you can see is what's left of a dock. Um, it's definitely in shambles. It hasn't been maintained. It looks like in uh, your best guess would be years. Uh, looking up and down, you can you can actually you can see like that frothy film that's that kind of builds up at you know the the edge of a of, of where water would build up at. You know, like a sandy bar. You're getting down closer to the close. As I said, you get down close to where the road ends, and the road ends into what looks like it would have been like a. Uh, like the best way to describe it is like a like a a a where a dock or a, or a warehouse on the ocean type of thing, um, because you see foundations of buildings and they and they look like large buildings, but they look like they were uh, they were definitely you know. Something, something used for either storage or uh, inlet, you know, kind, kind of a, kind of an oddity for where it is. Um, one thing you also notice is that the where it looks like the tide comes in, it looks like the tide comes in a very vast amount. Um, you know, it's getting it's getting later in the day. Tide tide hasn't come in yet, but where you're looking, it looks like it could easily come in. You know. 50, 60 more feet from where it is. Like it, it looks like it could really come in. So in other words, once the tide fully comes in, those foundations are underwater. Correct. Is that okay, correct? Correct. If there wasn't anything there like any barricade or something to stop them, the 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 dock, the those foundations, everything would be fully submerged underwater. So you guys are gonna start searching the beach? Or searching, I'm assuming, up and down around. What are you guys doing? Is there is there any like do we see our ship? Any wreckage from there? Oh, what or looks any like wreckage fresh wreckage? Or, yeah. um, so you see like up and down, like as you look up and down the shore, you see all sorts of things that look like wreckage. Um, you you just just from where you're standing without walking up and down the shore, you see barrels that are just like floating in the water that the waves are just kind of like slowly bringing in and then dragging out. You see wood. Um, you see dinghies like that are, 
yeah, you see dinghies that are half destroyed, buried in the sand, um, and water just kind of like going up past them and then going out and slowly just kind of sinking them further and further into the sand. Now, do, do they look like fresh, like they were part of our ship, or do they look like some of them might have been there a lot longer I mean, than our ship? Right? Say, Hard yeah, to tell. If you want, if you want to go closer and look, you absolutely can. Um, just from where you're standing, that's what you're seeing. Okay. All right. So let's hold this for a second. So you're standing there. Let's go back to the bar for a second. All right, gentlemen. Okay. Um, at this point, I will uh, turn to Val and uh, I. Uh, I gotta say, I'm probably about five drinks in now at this point. Um, I'll be like, Backpack! It's so wonderful for you to join us from your uh, wonderful little retreat. Um, uh, Well, I understand that you don't want the drink, but uh, apparently Freya will take it happily. Again, apologies. Um, but right. backpack, why are you here? Why, why were you on the ship? Such a small thing shouldn't be in such a dangerous place. Shouldn't be happening that way. Well, I saw another cleric and I just followed. Well, backpack, make sure that no matter what happens, you'll always be my backpack. I appreciate that gesture. So I'm assuming that you guys were still drinking, minus uh, Val, of course. Oh yeah, oh right. yeah. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going at it. Flair. Yeah, I'm still drinking. All right. Uh, if you could both rock me off another Constitution save. All right. And just a heads up, this does get more difficult as time goes on. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one, actually. Uh, so, um. Gravemind, you are currently safe. Okay. However, Flair, you are now feeling very tipsy and have disadvantage on your next ability checks for uh, the next at least 30 minutes, unless you stop drinking. All right. Is your Uh, tank full, my friend? My tank has another... I could go for another half, actually. And I, I want to buy oh. them each a drink and myself a platter of um, the rarest so, meat they have. So they actually don't have any meats. They only have um, they only have like breads and cheeses and things of that nature. Go for the I, cheese. I, go, go for the cheese backpack. You'll like the cheese. I want to inquire how much to buy the goat. Um... The person looks at you, and, or the barkeep looks at you, and says, "Uh, I we don't have a goat. We get we get <laughs> we get a, our cheeses and meat. Or we get our cheeses and breads from the local farmers." I thought you said you had a goat. Goat's milk. And he just looks at you, kind of like scratching his head, going, "Apologies on. for my misunderstanding." Um, is there anywhere to buy some meats? The barkeep looks at you and says, "Uh." It's like I, I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be straight with you. I honestly don't know. We don't get much meat that comes through here. We, we live mostly on, on the, on the vegetables and, and grains um, and, and from the farmers. Do you have radishes? He looks at you and goes, "It's the wrong time of year for radishes, but I mean, turnips. We might, we might have something pickled in the back. I can look. Um, oh, that'd be I, most exciting. 
I'm going to uh, use my talons to cut a small swatch of leather satch off my my pack, and and give it to Val. Just like a little square of leather. Okay, so you're you're going to give chemically treated leather to your compatriot. Oh yeah. Okay, so you have Works a small. In a pinch. You have a small leather square <laughs> that. I Rush look at him very confused. Do on My it if you need to. Brilliant green eyes and gold eyelids just squinting in a very confused manner. And I'll just say, have you ever heard of bubblegum? Chew on it a little. The party has died of dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My my kind can eat just about anything. <laughs> so we're going to flip back over to the beach for a little bit. Uh, it is currently... Um, it's... So, time of year it is, since I didn't actually specify that. It's kind of... It's, it's end of summer, early fall. So we're past the summer equinox. Days are getting shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's roughly looking, you know, for, for you guys outside... It's doing the typical method. You get you're getting about uh, two hours or so before you feel the sun's going to go down. Liam, we better we better head back before the sun goes down. We still don't know the lay of the land or what's going on. Well, I mean, well, you have some time if hour. you want to search. So yeah, I just want to point out that you have about around. two hours. So yeah, so let's spend the next hour. Let's do a quick and search. If we can't, yeah. Oh, okay, can we? investigate or I gotta say I like how these two are being responsible while the mm. other <laughs> group is just being drunk and swag. Um, okay so you guys spend the next hour searching up and down the coast and in searching up and down the coast the closest thing that you that the, the only thing that stands well you know what hell about this throw me a perception check both of you. Okay. Um, so as walking up and down the coast, as you guys are, are like examining stuff, you, you know, you look over at the dinghy and the dinghy honestly could be, you know, it could be a, a week old. It could be a year old. It's been beaten to hell. And it looks like it's definitely taken plenty of, of beating from the sand and water, just everything bashing against it. Uh, you know, like, a crab has made its its home inside of the uh, inside of the underside of the dinghy. Uh, the one thing that you guys do notice, or actually that magnates notices, and then just kind of like taps you on the shoulder and says, "Hey, what does that look like to you?" Um, far off in the distance, going into the sea, um, you can you can see what best looks like to you the shadow of what. It might be the stern of a ship sticking out on what you're guessing is the sandbar all the way out. So if if you were to guess, it would be a couple of miles, if not more offshore. I'm going to wade in to the water and... um, What do I want to do? I, w- I want to like take like a piece of meat or something out of my pack 
and kind of like put my head underwater and see if I can see attract any like fish. Okay. Um there are there are some small like guppies. Um I'm looking for like something bigger. Like a crab big or like what are you talking about? A great white <laughs> shark? What are we looking for here? Like a magic fish. Uh, shark or a dolphin. If they have it. Unfortunately, no shark or dolphin is coming that close to shore around okay. this time. However, I will tell you that the tide is starting to come in. And you're definitely feeling, as you wade in, you're definitely feeling the undertow as it starts to pull farther and farther out as it comes in farther. You can feel that okay. toe just starting to drag. Then I'm going to go ahead and uh, wade back in. And uh, I guess let's. There's, there's nothing that can be done here. I guess. Uh, are, are there any birds around? Any seagulls or. There, there are some birds that are flying off the, off the coast, uh, but it, I mean, right. there's none, there's none directly around you. Uh, one thing I will tell you is that as you're out here searching and you're looking out at this, you can, you see a, a menacing cloud, uh, a storm cloud off the coast. It, it doesn't quite, like you don't really have a beat on it, whether it's moving towards you, away from you north to south, but you definitely see a, a menacing cloud. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try, I'm going to try casting animal friendship on one of the birds. It's a beast. I can see within 30 feet. Mm-hmm. Are there any birds within 30 feet of me? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. So I'm going to hold out a piece of food and get the bird uh, must see and hear me. If the beast's intelligence is four or higher, the spell fails. Otherwise, the beast must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by you for the spell's duration. Alright. Um, so, so the, the bird, like, but no, no, even, no even reason to. The bird just, like, literally kind of, like, plops down like it, it's a seagull that just kind of, like, lips up, grabs a piece of meat off your hand, and then just kind of plops down, like, right in front of you within a couple of feet. And just like sitting there pecking, and then right. just kind of like looks up. So it doesn't, it doesn't feel cast. threatened by you whatsoever. Yep, yep. Um, and then I'm gonna cast speak with animals. Okay. And say, hey, buddy, have you been uh, out to sea recently? Seen any ships washed into shore over the last uh, three rises of the sun? Um, and, you know, just sits there and just looks up at you and goes, more meat. Hey, you <laughs> just had like, some meat. It just, it hops over <laughs> to you and it just kind of gives like a little peck right at your foot. It just kind of gives uh, a little like bird see. cock and head. And it... Feed me, Seymour, feed me. <laughs> so, it's charmed by me for the next day. So doesn't that mean it should, like, obey me? <laughs> <laughs> well, charm doesn't necessarily mean like control. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't mean control. It just means that it likes okay. you and it will okay. follow you and it won't try to do you harm. It's not necessarily, doesn't necessarily like, mean obedience. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily yeah. mean like okay, I'll you give tell it... me to jump off a bridge and I'm going to do it. 
Okay, I'll give it another uh, thing of meat and ask it again. Like, have you seen any other people here recently? More meat? And, it, and it, it looks at you and goes, people like people like you? Yes. And then it looks literally over to D's character and said, just, and then looks back at you and says, I see one. <sighs> and the bird kind of cocks his head of like, it doesn't quite understand what you're saying. It's, it's, it's not, it's not trying to be difficult with you. It just doesn't understand what you're asking. Gotcha. Um, it's one of those situations like think of think of I am legend or no no think of I robot where you've got to ask the right question. Yeah yeah yeah. Um and guys, you can totally help him out. Like just cuz you're not there, you can totally you can totally like feed the man some wisdom here. Get about a green light. Oh yeah, uh they can see color. Yeah. Uh, did you fly in the storm? Ah, recently? And, and, like, as soon as you say the word storm, it just, it understands the, doesn't understand the word, but it understands the meaning. And you see it, like, shake its head and just kind of, like, kind of, like, kick one of its feet. And say, you know, fly high. And storm's bad. Green lightning? Uh, I don't think anything about the, about the lightning is gonna... Um, but about the color green. Ask him about bodies on shore. Uh, any other any other meat on shore recently? Oh wow! And Take uh, all there. of a sudden, the, you see the birds like bird perk up, and you go, "Are you going to take my meat?" No, I I give more meat, and I take out another scrap of meat and give it to him. And, any more meat on the shore? Yeah. He peel like he peels a thing and just like you know like a bird just gobbles it right down and it goes follow and you see him take off and he just starts flying in circles around you for a minute and then he starts flying down shore away from where the harbor we'll call it was. I'll uh, motion to the D and be like, "Hey, come on, let's follow this bird." I will follow along. Okay, so we are going to right, we're following the bird. All right. Um. Back so we can't bar. hear you. Oh. Yeah, see, so we can't hear you. You can't hear me at all? Uh, nope. Oh. Uh-huh. I hit my mute button for Discord. Sorry about that. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay, so back to the bar. All right, at this point, um, I'm another drink in. I've already finished it. And I am sloshing a little bit and I'll stand up and say I'm going to my room and as I'm walking away I'll flip a gold coin to uh, Esmeralda and uh, say Ripper it's your bed too you coming Uh, who did you say that to Er, Freya Flayer yeah but But you keep calling her Freya gotcha yeah Alright, so Flair acts like he didn't hear anything. And he has basically like he stopped completely moving and he's sort of muttering 
and whispering and something that you can't quite make out. Um, one thing that I'll add on to that is he like Flair, like as you said, come on, let's go. Flair literally like stood directly up, like almost with his knees kicking the chair out behind him and the chair just flopped back onto the floor. Like kind of if you just stood up so like quickly and violently. And he's you know, you can you can barely make out some sort of muttering that Flair's doing. Well, I didn't do that. I was walking up to bed. I didn't. I was oblivious to anything else that happened. I said my words and walked up. Val right. might have seen it though. So, so Val, you you see Flair like stand, and he's just he's starting to to like muttering in a language that you've never heard before. Actually, let me make sure you've never heard it. Uh, well, yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard it. Have you? Um, Should I? Um, my <laughs> lingos. Yeah, let me find your character are, sheet. Um, where would I find that? Traits, features. I see where you sent me the Volus Guide to Monsters. Um, yeah, can you send me your character sheet? I can. All. I don't see my languages. I have three languages. Common. Draconic. I can't remember what the third one is. What, what color are you? Gold? I am a very brilliant gold, yes. It might be Igni, then. Um, but yeah, let's assume I don't know what he's saying. Okay. I mean, we can roll with that. So he he's literally standing, and he's like... He's not quite rocking, but he's like doing kind of like a... Almost like a drunk sway. And he's speaking in this language that you just like... You, you don't understand. Um, and it seems to be like he seems to be speaking faster and faster and faster. And he's almost repeating. I'm going to back the- away and say goodnight and walk out the front of the pub. Okay. And right. I didn't hear any of it going on, so I was just going up to bed. Okay. Uh, I'm going to walk out scared. I, w- I want that energy to be known. Uh, well, nobody else was in the building other than you and Flair okay. and. I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident he doesn't know what's going on currently. So, okay. Did Alrighty. the bartender see this? Uh, no, the barkeep was actually had gone back and started like uh, you know, grabbing okay. supplies or something. Okay. I. Um, so we are going to kick back to. Well, we're actually going to at this point in time figure out what everybody is going to do for the evening because the sun is going down. Um, Cross is going to bed. Uh, Zyber, did you say you were exiting the pub to go to bed? I am exiting the pub. I want to try and find a small rodent or something to eat. Okay, so you're spending some time tonight looking for a rodent. Yep. Um, whether you a do rabbit. or do not, are you, uh, are you sleeping outside? Are you going back to the pub? I'm going to go back and you know, crawl in the bed and sleep okay. once I find something to eat. Okay. Um, and you two, we're going to get back to you, Flair. You two who are hanging out outside following a bird. Are you guys going to camp for the evening? Or are you guys going to continue following the bird and just spend the night finding what's going on there? Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Journey Misadventure. And join us next time to see what like, happens when oh. they get off the boat. You wear or if they get off the boat. Oh, just so you know, the third well, language was let's just cobalt. Hope there's no more boats involved. Draconic.
kobold. But until then, here's uh, a little message Zeke? from Great Mind about his following. Are you talking about Ray? Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. sticking around with Leon because, you know, you don't want to send anybody in the party alone. How long is the bird uh, with you for? Uh, animal friendship is active for 24 hours. Okay. Uh, speak so, with animals. I can only speak with it for 10 minutes. So, yeah, Well, you're, you've been following it for longer than 10 minutes, but at least it knows, like, you've already told it what's going on. Okay, so yeah. you guys can either... Um, continue on for that, or you can camp for the night, whatever you want to do, but we're going to be, we're actually going to be ending right around now, uh, but Flare, when you have finally come out of said trance, what is it that you are doing, sir? Alright, so, uh, Flare ends with his, like, his little chanting. He reaches down, grabs one of his hand axes, pulls well, it out from his belt line. So hold on, so none of them actually see that going on. So no, you don't have no, to ex- no, you don't have to explain yeah. what happens. Oh, none of that. Okay. So they, they, everybody scattered basically when you started to do that. So nobody knows of what happened next, other than you. So you don't have to explain any of that. Probably none of it. All right. However, I'm just asking. So you've now come out of said trance for whatever transpired. What are you doing? Are you, uh, are you going to grab another drink? Are you going to be sleeping in the bar? Are you going to crash in bed? Um, it's, so get, it's I am going to go. Time. Yeah, I'm going to go crash in bed, but when I walk into the room, I have like a bleeding gash across my chest. But I'm just like not doing anything about it. I'm just leaving it as it is. Uh, so, Cross, you you see him walk in. <laughs> He's got a, a no, bloody I'm, a, I'm I'm passed out already. I don't see anything. Well, you kind of hear him walking in and like stir okay. up for a little bit like, oh, 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 flare. Okay. Oh, good, good to see you. Oh. And you just catch a, a quick glimpse of him walking in with a big gash across his chest, and you're like, oh, man, God, that beer sucked. <laughs> All right, yeah. And it didn't suck. I have to say that uh, Cross did enjoy the beer. Bicycles. Yeah, yeah, I thought the beer was good, you know? Yeah. Questionable palates. <laughs> Well, that's Cross was that's Cross's mission to try every beer from every corner of the world. So, nice. You saw your yeah, you're muted again. How am I muted again? There you go. Oh no, I know what I did. I was just searching for something and I had a slash in it. My my backslash is uh, my mute key for Discord. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right, so. That that is going to end session one for the evening. Just because the next rest that's going to happen, we're going to start kicking into some more stuff. Uh, so I don't want to start dragging into too much info and then lead into it. another fight or something, which could possibly happen. All so right. pressing gonna... question: Did I find food? Um, the answer is yes. We're, we're actually going to figure out what the nightly activities happened um, next run uh, when we when we right. meet up next time. So the the small takeaway so far is that you were on a ship, <laughs> you got washed up on shore, you've uh, you found a bar, and you may or may not have found a ship sunk off the coast on the sandbar. Oh, and maybe more meat.
We hope you enjoyed this episode of the GNA Misadventure League. Join us next time as we find out more about what more meat means to a seagull and unravel more of the world they're living in. Until then, here's a message from Magnate and a little about his character. Hey there, I'm Andrew, or Magnate Zell uh, is my handle online, and I'm playing Leon Whitewood. He is a half-elf cleric and druid. Uh, He is uh, around 20 years old and was raised in a monastery that borders the Silverwood. Uh, He works as an adventurer, um, was sent out into the world to kind of make sure that order is uh, being maintained and defending the natural world. Uh, and he is especially sensitive to uh, magical, nefarious people coming and trying to, to ruin people's days. <laughs>